This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you think of tech work, what's the first company that pops into your head? Is it Walmart? I'm Charlotte Gartenberg, and this is As We Work from The Wall Street Journal. Tech companies cut more than 150,000 jobs this year. But that doesn't mean that you can't get a tech job right now. Walmart has been spending billions, that's billions with a B, to build up its tech capabilities. Online orders are a growing source of revenue. And the company recently announced plans for 65% of its stores to be serviced by automation within the next three years. All that change means retraining many of their 2.1 million workers and hiring new ones to help bring the world's largest private employer into the future. So today, we're giving you an inside look at the kinds of roles Walmart is trying to fill right now. Donna Morris is the chief people officer there. And before that, she ran HR at Adobe. So she knows the retail and tech space really well. And, no surprise, she has a lot to say about how jobs at Walmart are evolving and the skills that they want to see. At the Wall Street Journal's Job Summit, she talked about hiring in this moment of shifting labor dynamics. From frontline to backfill to the intersection of people and technology, the retailer is thinking about how to attract and retain workers. And, as the chief people officer, Morris says she's focused on, well, her people. What skills do they need to thrive, and how do you protect their well-being? And a note, this conversation has been edited for time and clarity. Here's Donna Morris speaking to The Wall Street Journal's Chip Cutter. So let's talk about the job market right now. What does it look like as you're hiring for roles across Walmart at the moment? First and foremost, we're always looking for frontline, customer-oriented individuals to contribute to our stores, to our clubs, in our distribution centers, that doesn't change. If I look back and then look forward, um, we've had varied periods by which we needed a large number at the start of the pandemic, and then it settled down. And now what I'd say is we just have a regular pattern of hiring people as individuals start with us, they grow their careers with us, and then we continue to need to backfill. So that's a big area of our business. And then technology is a huge area. I mean, what people need to realize is that we're people-led, but we're tech-powered. And that means that to have online delivery, make sure that we're serving the needs of our customers, that requires individuals that are contributing to supply chain automation, to big data, to AI, to ML, to software development. And so I'd say technology continues to be an area where we're focused on hiring. And is it easier to hire folks now than it was six months ago? I talk about sort of how the labor market dynamics have changed. Yeah, so they continue to be fluid, as you and I both know. What I would say is those individuals that have highly specialized skills still have lots of opportunities now. However, they might not be as many opportunities that they had six months ago. So if an individual was speaking to us six months ago, they might have been speaking to Walmart and a number of other larger competitors. Right now, they might be speaking to Walmart and a few 
but not as many. And so what I would say is there are opportunities, but likely the individual looking right now needs to be more selective. And I think employers are becoming more selective because all of us are being very careful with headcount. We don't know what headwinds are ahead of us. And so workforce planning is, I think, something that everybody is becoming more dedicated to. Mm. And so when you think about what's happening at some of your, at some of the biggest companies in America right now, at Meta and Amazon and Google that have all announced layoffs, and when you talk about tech hiring, are you able, to, have you changed your strategy for recruiting tech employees, given what we're seeing happen at some of these companies? Great question. I mean, we were always looking for great talent, just like those companies were looking for great talent. I think people are stepping back saying, wow, Walmart, 60 years in business, highly innovative. We've continued to advance um, our capabilities to serve our customers. And individuals that might not have thought of us as an employer previously are likely starting to realize that we could be a great place for them in the future. So you're actually starting to see applications from people from some of the big tech giants, some of the fan companies. We have. We have. And we saw that before, too. But what I would say is we're likely looking a little brighter these days than we might have before. Mm. And so when you think about just sort of being careful with hiring right now, everybody has sort of raised their standards. When you think about just the size of Walmart's workforce at the moment, do you feel like it's at a good level? Are you making changes to sort of how you would hire for the rest of this year? Are you thinking about any sort of reductions? How do you, what's sort of, what's your sense for sort of where this is going to go for the rest of this year? We've pretty well um, stood at 2.1 million associates. That's across all markets. Here in the U.S., it's approximately 1.6 million. I would not expect this year, and even as we go forward, that number to change very much. What you're going to see is rules are going to change, and it'll be people and technology will shift those jobs. And so I'll give an example. We used to not have personal shoppers, and that was back in 2020. Today, we have around 130,000 associates that are personal shoppers. So what I will share is I expect that that'll likely stay the same number, i.e. 1.6 million, 2.1 million. But the jobs that we have within that workforce will continue to ebb and flow as the organization evolves, leveraging our people and technology. Mm. And so what are the hardest roles to fill at the moment? You know, I would say that um, there are a number of areas. One is we're always looking for great individuals to join our fleet. Um, Drivers are always required. In our health and wellness business, we are looking for individuals that work in our pharmacies. Um, As you know, that pharmacists and the role of a pharmacist has continued to evolve. Our frontline, we're always looking individuals to join our technology organization in cloud computing, in software development. Those are in-demand jobs. And then I would say selectively across all the corporate functions. And so I can't say that there's any one area that we're not likely having an opportunity for individuals to join the organization. And so when we think about sort of how technology changes work, there's been talk all day about generative AI and how tools like ChatGPT change the role of work. I wonder how you think about this at Walmart. Have you stood up a commission to sort of think about how it might trickle into all different parts of the organization? Or how are you sort of thinking about generative AI and what it might mean for the work that you do? Well, first, let me say that from even a people HR perspective, we're super excited and we are doing some work um, together with two external organizations around how we might look at onboarding people, leveraging generative AI, how we might actually advance the ability for individuals to find out information about their benefits information using generative AI. So I think of it as a really exciting 
area by which you're going to see a lot of, I'll call them corporate jobs, advance, change over the years ahead. But I think that that means that people will be able to leverage their creativity and their empathy in a whole different um, area that they might not have before. So I don't think this is a threat. I think this is a huge opportunity to advance a lot of professions, allow people to do work that's frankly more stimulating than otherwise they might have. Mm. And, and so you talk about sort of what it might mean for HR. What about other corporate functions? And, who, and how is that even decided? I mean, do you want individual Walmart employees just dabbling with these tools and figuring it out? Or do you think there needs to be sort of a group at a higher level that thinks how does, how does this sort of play into all of our jobs? Well, I'm really proud. Our information technology team, together with our team that focuses on data security, put out um, an overall framework for all of Walmart to consider how they might leverage and use ChatGPT and other tools to really advance work. And so we're going more, um, I'll call it function by function. We're not taking a across the enterprise approach. Each function is evaluating how it might augment the work that they're doing today. If I look at the communications function, I can see in the future that first drafts and first revs of communication might be generated via generative AI. However, they could be advanced, and frankly, they could um, take it to a whole different level by virtue of the foundation starting by automation, really allowing people to put their hearts and minds into the work that they're actually contributing to. Same for legal. I think you might see legal briefs being generative by virtue of uh, technology, but then it'll be advanced by virtue of the team that we have on the ground. Yeah, and I'm just so interested by this because I think about a legal department, for example, and I would imagine just early in their career, lawyers, paralegals, others that might help with those legal briefs, do you see a need for potentially fewer of those people going forward or do their jobs just shift and they do something else, higher level work? Like what would it mean if, if sort of legal briefs are able to be generated by, by AI? So individuals that are starting out and they are young lawyers, I would envision that some of the drafts that they might have done, they're going to end up working on, frankly, research and um, cases that might allow them to advance their actual level of expertise by virtue of the foundation coming and being generated by technology. And so I think the level by which we can all operate will be enhanced by virtue of technology. I see. And what about just for some of your store-level folks, for some of your hourly roles, where do you sort of see generative AI affecting those positions? I think out of the gates, it's not necessarily generative AI for our frontline, but what it is is automation. Mm. And that's already in place. So if I look in our distribution centers and the advancement of robotics, some of the real heavy, um, challenging manual work is being replaced by robots and automation. But the great thing is that means our actual associates are able to do work that's more advanced. And so once again, it's a shifting of actual skills and capabilities. And part of our role at Walmart is equipping people to get there. So Donna Morris sees a big plus to AI and automation, freeing up people to focus on the important stuff, whether it's automating an entire process or making the first step of a project easier. But along the way, she says you'd be smart to invest in your people through upskilling and providing job resources and making their emotional and mental health a top priority. She shares a few hows and whys to create a healthy working environment. That's after the break. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 
6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. One of the, the, the joys of your job, I have to think, is you know, you're, Walmart is the nation's largest private employer. You have a really good sense for how workers at all different levels are feeling right now. And so what's your sense coming out of the pandemic, where we are, just the state of work right now, and how people just feel about their jobs and their roles? I have to say it's been a hard time, right? And what um, concerns me is just the emotional, mental well-being and the tax on individuals in terms of a very challenging environment that we're all living in. And first and foremost, I think it's really important to listen. And what I hear is people want to uh, work with others that really care about their well-being. They want to come into an environment where they belong, where they can bring their authentic self. And so two big themes I would say is people want companies to be invested in their emotional and mental health. And people want to talk about their status of their mental well-being. And then the other is they want to come to an environment where they can be who they authentically are. Because the reality is those that were professional, I'll call them office workers, in the last few years, they could be authentic about who they were because they were working at home. And now if they're coming back into the workplace, they don't want to change that status. And so I think listening to your associates, really caring about their well-being is paramount and creating a culture of well-being and belonging is something that all companies should be thinking about. And I think so much of this work falls on mid-level managers whose jobs were already difficult, but now they're tasked with making, trying to see if their people are feeling good or not or sensing if something might go wrong. How do you sort of how do you think about sort of training those folks for a different world of work at the moment? Yeah, I you know, I think they're the unsung heroes through all of this because when you think of all the shifts that people went through during the pandemic, whether they were in the front line shifting or they were in knowledge worker roles, the manager was the continuity to those individuals. We equip our managers through what we call Manager Academy. It's really important that individuals that manage know our purpose, they know our values, and they know the expectations that we have for leaders. Most important, we want them to be human. We want them to be real. We want them to have authentic, frankly, rapport and interaction, communication with the people that work for them. And I like to think about it as if they really don't like people, they shouldn't be in managerial jobs, right? Those jobs should be back to where we advance technology. People who are managing um, should be focused first and foremost of the success and the growth, the development, and the well-being of the team that works for them. So when we think about sort of how people feel about their jobs overall, obviously comp is a big piece of this. Walmart Walmart earlier this year raised the minimum wage of its retail employees to $14 an hour. Do you feel good about that? Do you think that there's going to be a need for sort of even more increases in pay later this year? I just ask because we've, we've talked so much about sort of wage inflation and where it's going. Right. I wonder what your sense for this. We've continued to invest in our frontline wages. We believe it's very important. Our average rate right now is $17.50. You're right that $14 is starting rate in certain locations. It's higher in others. Where I always like to focus is where does a person go? 
And the average frontline individual moves within seven months into a higher paying job. I think you're going to see us continue to be focused on our wage rates across the board and above wages, making sure that we're investing in people's longer term growth path and opportunity so they can advance their earnings in the future. And what about for corporate employees? Do you think you'll have to do sort of more wage increases later this year for those folks or... Is that starting to slow a bit? Like, what does that that look like? What does that look like? We just went through our review process, so people now know where their salaries were. We invested in that salary budget. But I, you know, what I would say is we look at overall total rewards. It's just not how much you're bringing home in your base pay. We have incentives, bonus structure. We have equity for our uh, campus office workers. And then it's overall well-being, how we're investing in benefits. So what I would say is individuals need to make sure that they're looking at the full rewards that they receive from an organization, just not what their hourly rate is and or their salary. And how's Walmart thinking about sort of preparing people for the jobs of the future? We talked about that, talked about sort of the need for reskilling. Do you feel like that will sort of need to shift even more going forward? I think that the advancements are such that in the past we may have looked out a few years and now it's like we're real time continuing to have to refine what we believe the big skill set changes are. And so you're going to continue to see us, particularly in the skilling area, upskill and provide opportunities for people for learning. And that's something that I think will continue to advance. And we're going to have to do that once again on the job, in the flow of work, but through academies, and really making sure that we're giving people the skills that they need now and into the future. Technology is going to continue to evolve our jobs and making sure that we're staying ahead of that so that people can really focus where they uniquely bring their contributions to bear. For Donna Morris, a successful workforce is one that is equipped to evolve. That means access to continued learning and support, and giving managers the tools that they need to really understand their employees. Oh, and using technology to help people do their jobs better, not replace them. That's how Walmart is thinking about hiring and growing its workforce. But what if you're in one of those industries where job cuts are already on the way? What if they've already happened? Next time on As We Work, we bring you the tips and tricks that you need to get through a layoff and land on your feet. There is another job out there. You may just have to pivot. We'll let you know how. That's next week. Like the show? Tell your friends to subscribe and give us a five-star review on your favorite platform. As We Work is a production of The Wall Street Journal. This episode was produced by Jess Jupiter. Jonathan Sanders is our booking producer. Scott Salloway is our supervising producer. Jessica Fenton and Michael Laval are our sound designers. Jessica Fenton composed our theme music. Editorial support was provided by Falana Patterson. I'm Charlotte Gartenberg. See you next time.